Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Google, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, iHeartMusic, Amazon, all over the place. CastBox, you name it. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. You'll hear past guests like Bob Casas, Jay Billis, Adrian Wojnarowski, Kel Ripken Jr., many, many others, and new guests as well here on the ML Sports Platter, all a part of the Brawl Network. Go ahead and hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports, and at Network Brawl as well. You can also catch my Bills Brawl podcast, talking all things Buffalo Bills football. This week we will have Greg Vorsan, the longtime Western New York television reporter, and insider, so make sure you hit the subscribe button there as well. And, and just to let people know, you know, for example, if you have an Apple phone, just go find that purple podcast button, tap it, go to search, and then type in ML Sports Platter and Bills Brawl and just hit subscribe. And new and archived episodes will go right to your smartphone device. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our great friends at Bryant and Stratton College for every and in life. Bryant and Stratton College. Two and four-year degrees are starting soon. Log on to bryantstratton.edu. A big thanks as well to Western New York OTB, Liverpool Physical Therapy, Welch and Company Jewelers, and our good friends at Rosie's Corner. Pizza, wings, pasta, hot and cold, subs and more in and around Central New York. Grab it, Route 11 in Burton. Rosie's Corner is also on Instagram and Facebook, and they will deliver to you via Grubhub as well. So I wanted to spend basically this entire podcast, you know, breaking down the results of the national semifinals in the final four, uh, the games, obviously, you know, one was a complete and utter blowout, (laughs) right? And then, um, you know, the other one was just a spectacular finish for the ages. And so, um, I wanted to, to kind of to, 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 to break those two down, and then we'll get to, as you hear this, uh, recording it on Easter Sunday evening, but it will air early on Monday morning for your listening pleasure to start the day. Uh, and I'll give you a nice Baylor and Gonzaga breakdown and kind of some thoughts that I have, um, you know, as far as those two teams and, and the powerhouses that they have been you know, really all year uh, in in college basketball. So first things first, I mean, the Gonzaga-UCLA finish was was unbelievable, right? I mean, it it was just absolutely epic. These two teams were going back and forth. I thought going into the game, I really thought that the line for Gonzaga – was way, 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 way too big. I understand that Gonzaga is one of the best offensive teams we've ever seen in college basketball. I'm 41 years old. They may just be the best offensive team I've ever seen. Um, I'd really have to 
think and break it down a little bit more. And I'm not like a big, well, that era happened. So no, no, if you're really, really good, if you're this good, you know, you're in that all-time conversation. And so, you know, just quick thoughts, I'd have to say, you know, this Gonzaga team, I'd have to probably go with the early 90s Duke teams with, you know, Grant Hill and Leitner and, and uh, you know, Thomas Davis and Bobby Hurley and all those guys. Uh, I, I definitely have to go with the running Rebels under Jerry Tarkanian, uh, Tark the Shark. I mean, his offenses were spectacular. Up and down the floor, Anthony Hunt and Stacey Ogman, Larry Johnson, Greg Anthony. Um, phenomenal clubs. The 2005, you know, North Carolina team would probably have to be in there as well. The 2000, um, maybe, well, he extended a little bit. I, I, I probably would, that, that, the Hansborough team, right, that, that, that happened later was that 09. Uh, they might be kind of in this conversation offensively. Um, I mean, there's no doubt, you know, that the May, you know, Lawson team with Carolina, and that, that, that offense was fantastic. This Gonzaga team is off the charts good. Um, you know, they've got Ayayi and Suggs who just destroy you from everywhere on, on the floor. And, you know, Jalen Suggs draining that long three-pointer as time expired to send Gonzaga to the title game. Um, you know, he, he may be the number one pick in the NBA draft. I mean, what what is great about March, and this is so much different than the G League, it's that the longer you play and the longer you make <laughs> great plays and the longer you are spectacular in front of millions and millions of people, you know, look, I, I understand these guys don't get paid. Uh, that's a whole other podcast uh, in and of itself. I've always said that college, you know, student athletes shouldn't get paid. Uh, it's just too hard to keep uh, it even. I mean, how, how do you pay the rower this, the swimmer that, the basketball player this, and the football that when all the revenues are completely whacked and, and different? That's why name, name, image, and likeness was, I mean, that really is the go-to because then everybody can kind of go out and be entrepreneurs, make what they need, what they want. And, um, you know, get what they deserve and the businesses who pay them or whoever else pays them, then that's their money. (laughs) No, it's not. I mean, that's, that's, you're not worrying about, you know, Joe Blow on the lacrosse team has to make as much money as Joe Blow on the, 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 the football team at Alabama. Uh, when we know damn well that the football team garners most, if not all of that revenue, they pay for a ton of their Title IX sports. They pay for a lot of stuff. And it's no disrespect to women's sports. It's no disrespect to lacrosse, to swimming, uh, on both men's and women's sides, soccer, uh, <clears throat> you know, rowing, uh, 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 ice hockey, uh, but but they're not college football and they're not college basketball. Um, now, having said all that, it is a spectacular opportunity for somebody like Jalen Suggs if Cade Cunningham had gone longer for Oak State, um, you know, I, I I just, you know, I just can't say it enough. I I really can't. Um, <clears throat> you know, playing and playing and playing and playing one game after one game, and then when you make a shot like Jalen Suggs, when you break down defense after defense in five games of the NCAA tournament, when you already looked the part before the tournament, um. All that does is enhance your stock. He may very well be, 
you know, the number one pick in the NBA draft. You got him, you got Ayayi, you got Kispert killing you from the inside and outside. I mean, he is some kind of player. Runs the floor all over the place, hits shots from the outside, stretches defense. And then the kid Timmy inside is is as fundamental as a four slash five and smooth uh, as I've ever seen. So they're just a machine, you know, and they only play seven guys. I mean, you know, they, they, they ride their starters, they ride those big guys and that's that. So um, Gonzaga, you know, they got everything from UCLA. They got every possible thing you could ever imagine from them. UCLA fought them tooth and nail right to the overtime I thought that the charge was bullcrap. Um, yeah, I thought Timmy got there a little late, and it should have been one of two things. It should have been a block or just a no call. Well, there was no way that was a charge um, because the feet weren't, weren't set at all. Uh, he came in a little bit late, and even if the ref looked at the lower body and, and, and maybe gave him the idea that he was planted, you can still see a little bit of movement on the side there. He wasn't totally still. And so you cannot call that charge right there. You just, you can't do it. You you, you can't. And so I think that was a BS call. <clears throat> and obviously, you know, these two teams went back and forth, etc. The, the, the ball rolls, <clears throat> you know, the ball rolls a certain way, you get a bad break, etc. You try to overcome it. And Suggs' shot, I mean, in OT, just happened to go off the bank. I mean, he probably was not looking to bank that in. He, he was looking certainly to just get it off to give his team a chance. And it just happened to go off the backboard and in. Uh, here's how it sounded, by the way, on Westwood One NCA Radio Network. What a great call this is. Listen in seconds to go. Six seconds. Juzang in the paint. Fade away. No. Got his own rebound. Slithers to the rim and lays it in. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Banks at home. Banks at home. Jalen Suggs. A deep banked three. Just then Gonzaga. One step closer to history. Unbeaten Gonzaga. Comes up with the hero play of the year from the freshman and the one went away from an undefeated national championship 93-90 Gonzaga and Baylor playing Monday night for the title thanks to the star of the night Jalen Suggs count the bucket ball game over 93-90 Bulldogs win it pretty awesome call <clears throat> you know again uh, Westwood won NCAA radio network and you know, what it boils down to is Gonzaga, <clears throat> you know, they're just a um, they're just a juggernaut and UCLA pushed them as much as they as much as they could. It was a great, great game. It was an unbelievable back and forth, terrific offensive answers by UCLA. And you, you kind of went into this thing, and again, I think the line was just out of absurd and, and, and clearly uh, you know, I was right going into it. A lot of people were right going into it because it was only a three point game. <laughs> um but I think something that's really, really important to look at here is I, I don't know what UCLA is going to do moving forward. Um, 
but this was a major, major step forward for Mick Cronin. Um, I'm going to get to a little bit more of Gonzaga, and then I'll, I'll talk Baylor-Houston real quick, and then I'll preview the championship game. But this was a huge step forward for Mick Cronin. I don't think Mick Cronin really ever got the credit he deserved in Cincinnati. I mean, I know a lot of people criticized him, like, oh, he, Sweet 16's Elite Eight's like that guy just doesn't do... Pretty nice success in the Big East tournament, right? Um, and I think last I checked, he went to nine tournaments, <clears throat> you know, with the Bearcats, and he basically resurrected them. And, I mean, gosh, that's solid, right? I mean, there's a lot of coaches who would dream of that. I mean, I feel like there's, you know, different tiers of success, and, you know, you can be Mick Cronin and be really, really good and not be Coach K, you know? And, and I don't know. I, I just think Mick Cronin didn't get a lot of credit. And then you think about this. One of the last four teams in for UCLA, they go from last four to final four. And all these guys from Jacquez Jr. to Juzang to Campbell and, you know, Bernard, um, and this really isn't a, a, a deep team either. I mean, they play about seven guys, eight, you know, the eighth guy gets five minutes. You know, but these guys all got better as the year went on. They got better in conference play. They got better in tournament play. And what's wild is I thought that their contrasting style where they defensively have shut people down this year in spots, I thought UCLA was going to try to slow it down a lot more. Um but I also had mentioned, hey, you know, for as much as we're talking about tempo with UCLA slowing it down, you know, Gonzaga wants to speed them up. And Gonzaga controlled tons of the tempo um, in the beginning. UCLA at times looked like they were going to slow it down, and then they went right after it and scored. So there are a lot of different things to be proud of for UCLA. They went punch for punch with the best team in America. A huge step forward for the program. They were efficient the entire tournament. I mean, they shot 47% from three against Gonzaga. They shot 57.6 from the floor. Uh, Could have used a few more of those free throws, by the way. They went 14 to 21 there. Um, You know, but they and they out rebounded them. I mean, UCLA really played some kind of game here, and it just that's how the tournament goes. You know, you 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 play and 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 you maybe look back and say, oh, like I should you know should have won, but by the same token, man, it, it, you know, it, it's the tournament and things happen. But I think UCLA just had a terrific year. And again, it, it's a big step in the right direction for Mick Cronin for the program. And, um, you know, this, this should do this should do some damage in recruiting. You know, if I'm in the Pac-12 and I'm Arizona, you know, I'm USC, I'm Oregon, and UCLA's back, uh that's that's not I don't like that you know Pauly Pavilion you can show him the banner and I know that you know 18 year old kids don't necessarily care about Lou Cinder and Bill Walton and John Wooden um but it doesn't matter what age you are when you walk into a gym and you look up and there's banners they speak for themselves you can't take those banners away and they impact coaches players recruits, no matter what. Uh, They might not make a decision based on those banners, 
but the impressed level goes up mightily for sure. Um, I just think that they had a really, really great year. <clears throat> UCLA, terrific stuff. Mick Cronin and his dad, of course, there to share it. Pretty neat, pretty neat. Gonzaga, 31-0. They are also toying with history, which, you know, gosh, you, you, you think to yourself and you say, you know, that Indiana team that went undefeated with Bobby Knight, Isaiah Thomas and the early 90s Duke and UNLV teams and some of the Big East clubs in the 80s and some of the best ever teams, not just offensively, but best ever teams overall. And it's just, it's just the pressure on Gonzaga is, is, is second to none. Um, we remember Kentucky when they went through this, you know, some years back, they ended up losing to Wisconsin. Um, you know, this Gonzaga team, I'm sure against UCLA, as the game was going on, um, was, you know, I think they were probably feeling it, you know? I mean, how can you not feel the pressure? If we lose this game, every single game they go into, they know that if they lose, it's a failure. If Gonzaga loses to Baylor, a really, really good team, the season's technically a failure. If Gonzaga had one loss... Maybe it wouldn't be as much of a failure, but they're undefeated. They've been talked about as the best team. Many people are like, dude, Mark Few, like, go win one finally, you know? This team needs to win one. Um, they were Cinderella, you know, late 90s, 99 with the Elite Eight run, etc. And, 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 you know, Few comes in, uh, gets elevated, uh, basically, right, as head coach, and... He takes them into a whole other orbit of college basketball. I mean, they recruit international stars, NBA guys, pedigree guys. They recruit depth guys. They recruit people to their system guy. I mean, Mark Few has built a juggernaut at Gonzaga in Spokane, Washington, and he's done a lot of stuff off the floor as well, like the coaches versus cancer and all the rest. And Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News, who just came on this very program, said, uh, wrote an article and and noted and a lot of those things and 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 what few said in terms of how much Gonzaga and the area and the community means to him. He's really built something there. Um, I mean, he has a chance to be the Coach K of Gonzaga, right? The Bayheim of Gonzaga. Um, you know, the Bobby Knight of Gonzaga. The the you know the the Dean Smith, the Roy Williams, those kind of guys at Gonzaga. He's got to win a title. There's no doubt. And I'm not saying it's easy. But they haven't been sneaking up on a lot of teams in the last 10, 15 years, right? This is a team that has been number one. They've been to a championship game. They plow through the West Coast Conference. They beat people in non-conference. I mean, you beat Kansas, you beat Iowa, you beat, <laughs> you're beating teams from anywhere, any place, uh, any conference, power five, non-power. You're beating every, you know, everybody across the board. Um, you know, Gonzaga's a 30-win type tier program every single year. And they're in the tournament as a one, two, or three seed every single year, and they were in a championship game, and now they're back in a championship game. So, you know, from the numbers standpoint, the time is now. I mean, Gonzaga needs to win this, and they've just got they've got their best team. So the history part of it, without question, I would say they are feeling that big time as well. Before I 
talk a little bit of Baylor and uh, Houston and preview the national championship game, I do want to tell you folks about our terrific, terrific friends from DraftKings. Hey, listen, go to DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. And uh, open up an account. It's pretty great, man. You can go there. You get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Play with a leader in daily fantasy sports. You sign up for free. DraftKings, daily fantasy sports. Get your login. And really, it's the most exciting place to experience the sweat at DraftKings. Daily fantasy better uh, than you can imagine on DraftKings. You can pick your favorite stars each week. You can draft a new lineup whenever you want. And you can see basically why over 5 million people have played Compete against your buddies, watch the games, win some cash at DraftKings. Open up your account today at DraftKings.com. A big thanks as well to Manscaped. Don't forget this spring sports season. Take care of your hair and holes with the best tools for the job. We're talking about our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in male grooming from head to toe. When the clock winds down in March, which it just did, when it winds down in the championship game tonight, Guess what? Be clutch and avoid the upset with Manscaped performance package that you will love to keep all of the holes, all of the hair tamed. Start taking care of your man parts today, folks, with 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com and using code BRAWL for our exclusive offer. That's manscaped.com, manscaped.com, code BRAWL. In the other game, it just wasn't close. Uh, right out of the get-go, Baylor just put the hammer on him. I mean, it was a 25-point halftime lead. Um, and really, you know, Jared Butler, uh, these guards for Baylor, they're just they're just overwhelming. I mean, they really, really, really are. Um, you know, Teague and Mitchell and Butler, are they're just... I mean, they play four guards and a forward. I like the kid Thamba, the forward, but... You know, and some of these guys coming off the bench um, are nice, but but man, the guards are just—they're just relentless. And Houston just didn't have enough. I mean, you know, Baylor—it it was like every single second something was going on. Um, it, it, it was absurd um, to watch this. And I think. What I'm hoping, what I'm hoping for, is just a great game in the national championship game. I mean that that's what I'm really hoping for. I really don't want, and I don't think it'll happen because I think Baylor and Gonzaga are just too good, you know, to be blown out, right? I just think they're too they're they're just too good. But anything can happen. It's a tournament. Houston is is really obviously really good. They made the Final Four, but I did not see that game coming. I did not see Baylor beating Houston by 19. And frankly, they probably took the gas off the pedal a little bit, right? This championship game is going to be outstanding. Gonzaga and Baylor have been the two best teams in college basketball all year long. The guard matchup with Ayayi and and Suggs and company against Teague, Mitchell, and Butler is going to be spectacular. It's just going to be so great. And, you know, a forgotten guy in the Gonzaga lineup, at least from where I sit, and certainly I think others have, you know, mentioned this as well, 
is Nemhard. I mean, this guy, you know, he had 11 points. <clears throat> he didn't really dazzle against UCLA. But he has a really, really nice year. I mean, Andrew Nemhard has been fantastic. Um, he's a Canadian kid. You know, and again, it just shows you this Gonzaga team and, and, and who they've brought into the program. <clears throat> they go with three guards and two forwards. But one of those forwards is Timmy, who could play a four or a five, right? I mean, he he has moves like he's got footwork like a, a like an all time legendary center. Um, he's got the size, but then he's also got the skill set in today's you know prototypical basketball world, the positionless basketball. He's got the ability to go out and shoot mid range jump shots. Kispert can play the forward spot. He can play the three spot. He can handle the ball up the floor if you're getting pressed and Ayayi and Suggs can't get it, uh, which doesn't happen often. Um, but this team is just, they're, 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 they're relentless and Baylor is relentless. Both of these teams are super, I mean, they're hyper-aggressive. Um, Suggs and, and, and Nemhart and, and Ayayi, uh, those guards, I, I, I cannot wait to see those three guards against the Baylor three guards. And I think that's maybe where the game is won. Like, is it, is it Nemhart? Is it Ayayi and Suggs who, who have a better three-pronged attack at guard than do Teague, Mitchell, and Butler? Um, you know, I know Vital's in there as well, but you know, those three are primarily the, the, the go-tos and the guys who will, will crush you. Uh, that's going to be a big time matchup for me. Those three against those three, um, in in this basketball game, I think Baylor could win for sure. Why not? I mean, they're, they're good enough to beat Gonzaga. I think they're the only team in college basketball. And I know UCLA pushed Gonzaga to the limit. I know BYU pushed Gonzaga to the limit in the West Coast Conference championship game. But the reality is I think the only team in college basketball, and I know it's easy to say this now because there's only one game left and both of these teams are here, but I think Baylor is really the only club that can do this. I mean, I think when you look at the pieces, you look at the coaching, you look at the guards, you look at the way they can defend... This is absolutely positively the team that can do it. And I just cannot, I flat out can't wait. I think this is going to be a burner of a game as well. I mean a burner where we could have a game at halftime in the 40s, high 40s. This game could be in the 80s and 90s at the end. Um, Now that I say that, it'll probably be in the 70s. Um... But both of these teams can fly. Both of these teams can score. Both of these teams are hyper-aggressive. This game's going to be a lot of fun. And I am going to take Gonzaga. I'm going to take Gonzaga close. In fact, I don't even know what the line is right now. I don't bet. But always intrigued to see it. Gonzaga's favored by four and a half. Man, that is a... You want to talk about a tough line. That is some. That is some tough stuff right there if you're a betting person. Because really, you know, you you look at that, and that's only a three and a two, you know, from Gonzaga, and they seem to score at will. In fact, you know what's crazy? Every single time Gonzaga shoots a three, every single time they do anything offensively, I feel like it's going in. Now look, <clears throat> they pass and cut and bob and weave and screen and roll and pick and pop, whatever you want to say, however you want to use it, and share the basketball so well that it's... craziness when you watch them in in the efficiency and 
I frankly love it when they, you know, start passing really, really quickly and they get, like, layups. You know, this team doesn't really, they don't need to dunk the basketball a ton. Um, You know, you'll see guys flying around and and back screening and weaving around the entire offense, and you'll see pass, pass, pass. And then the next thing you know, like, Kispert, who's, I mean, how tall is is Corey Kispert? Is he 6'8 or 9, I think? I mean, going to the roster right now, you know, 6'8, 6'9. And... and, you know, here's this guy with the be six seven. Here's a here's this guy with a basketball passing it like he's a freaking guard, like he's a point guard, like he's like he's a five eleven point guard. You know, to a guard for a layup. Drew Timmy six ten passes the basketball like he's a point guard. When they do the efficient pass, 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 you know, really really quick, really, you know. Get it, get it in, get it around, get a high percentage shot, etc. Those layups and all the rest, yeah, you feel that those are going, of course, because guys are wide open off of the movement and the passing skills. But I'm talking about when they shoot a three-pointer from anywhere. You know, when when you're like, oh, this doesn't really quite look like a Gonzaga play for a second. You know, they only passed it five times, and all of a sudden, like, there's a high ball screen and Suggs is open, he shoots a three, you're like, that's going in. Same thing with Kispert. Same thing with Ayai. I mean, all these guys, <clears throat> when they shoot three-pointers, when they shoot anything, you know, <clears throat> from the outside, I just feel like it's going in. I think this game's going to be in the 80s. Um, and, boy, I'm going to go Gonzaga 87. Mm, eight, I'm going to go, oh, boy, I'm going to go 86-82, which would mean that, Baylor would cover if you're if you're betting. So I'd go 86-80. I'm going to go 86-82 here. Gonzaga winning. And I hope they do. I want to see this. I want to see history. I want Mark Few to get one. I want this proverbial title monkey off the back officially. Uh, Gonzaga's a juggernaut. They're a powerhouse. Uh, they're here to stay. They play the numbers game enough times. I, I, I think the time is now. It's got to happen. It's going to be super disappointing, and I wouldn't even want to face the music. And Mark Few, he's stoic enough. He's good enough. He could bounce back enough. That's fine. But I wouldn't want to deal with the the, the ramifications. I, I, I just wouldn't. I, I, I can't imagine. I would not want to lose this game. And, and frankly, if Gonzaga wins the game, I will guarantee you that for Mark Few, even more than the players, it's going to feel like a relief. And oh, by the way, when you start comparing the Gonzaga Bulldogs to everybody else historically, everybody else historically didn't have to deal with the coronavirus. <laughs> they didn't have to deal with the nonsense, not being able to leave, you know, hotel rooms and, you know, all that sort of thing. Strict rules and tests every day. And so that's something else to keep in mind here. The Corona times when you win a championship is, it, it just adds another level of, I think, impact and, and importance in terms of looking at it from a historical standpoint. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. Don't forget to look out for my one-minute ML Sports takes and nine-minute with Mike Lindsley segments all over the major platforms like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, IGTV, TikTok, and hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. The ML Sports Platter, of course, is all a part of the Brawl Network. And you can follow us there at Network Brawl as well. 
were presented by Stanley Law Offices, CNY Electrical, and Welch and Company Jewelers. Log on to welchjewelers.com for the top-notch jewelry you need, from watches to engagement rings, uh, you name it, they've got it at welchjewelers.com. Welch and Company Jewelers, the official jewelry shop of the ML Sports Platter. Shop online today and shop the showcase that is terrific at Welch and Company Jewelers. Also a big tip of the cap, thank you to the official financial advisor of the program. That's Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Set up your financial future today with Brian, advisors.massmutual.com. That's the website. He's on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. We went with him. Super happy with our financial future. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the Gonzaga-Baylor final game tonight. What a year it's been in college basketball. Kudos to everybody for getting it off and running and, of course, getting through this season. Can't wait for this game. It's going to be fun. Hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Introducing Venture X, Capital One's new travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.